0: Hi everyone, welcome to episode 5 of the Speedy Glot Podcast. I'm Olivia. Today I'm going to talk to you about my German language learning challenge. In 2018, I spent two weeks in Germany to help a friend at the time learn German as she was marrying a German and doing a thing that a lot of Anglos do, getting by on speaking English but feeling like an outsider in a country that she had chosen to make her home. So how did we approach learning German, considering I only had two weeks? First, we wrote a conversation, introducing ourselves, explaining why we were learning German and what we were doing in Germany. We each talked about our own individual situations. So in my case, I talked about the fact I was only in Germany for two weeks and this is why I was there. And I would have written a different conversation if I'd been in a different situation. Second thing we did is we broke that conversation down into sentences and then we broke those sentences down into words and phrases to learn. The next thing we did is we categorized those words and we talked to her native-speaking fiancé about what order those words needed to go in in order to make proper German sentences. And then one of the... most effective things we did was to use the game Snap to memorize the vocab. So Snap, if you're not familiar with it, is a game that is played with a normal packet of cards and so you would have half the packet, I would have half the packet and we alternate putting down one card. If I put a two down and you put a two down, one of us, the fastest one, can smack that pile of cards with our hand and say snap and then we win all of those cards and the goal is to get all of the cards by the end of the game so to play snap for learning vocabulary you write on pieces of paper doesn't have to be card you write the English on one side and the German or whatever language you're learning on the other side you could do this with individual words or with short phrases the next thing to do is to work out what's the best way to play it for you. For myself, the best way to play is to write one word on each piece of paper and then split that pack of cards between the two of you. You put one card down, German face up initially and you're playing it for pronunciation. So the first round is pronunciation snap. The first person who can pronounce that word correctly gets to keep the card. You have to have learned how to pronounce the the words before you can play this. So before you start playing this, you need to sit down with a native speaker or use an online translator that can pronounce each word for you to make sure you know how to pronounce the words and you can make notes on the cards to give yourself clues. It's not about being mean to yourself, it's about helping yourself learn. So after you've played one round or two rounds of pronunciation snap you should probably be okay with the pronunciation. The next round is called translation snap. So you put the word down German side face up again and it's the first person who can translate that word. This is a lot easier if while you were playing pronunciation snap you kept turning the cards over to check the meaning so that you were teaching yourself the meaning while you were playing that other game. You can play translation snap as many times as you need to. You might need to play it quite a few times with that pack of cards to get to the point where you can translate all of the words from German into English. The third round of or or version of this game is called Reverse Translation Snap. And this is where you put the cards down English side face up. And it's the first person who can say it in German wins the card. This also you can play multiple times until that becomes comfortable. At that point, you have memorized the vocabulary, and then you can start playing what I call sentence dominoes. This is where you have some blank cards handy, and you have a race to make sentences using your cards. The way you might play this is you take a sentence from your conversation, so for example, one of the first things I learned to say in any language is, I want to learn to speak German because I think German is useful, something like that. So. You could even take half of that sentence, I want to learn to speak German, and you have a race with your with your language learning buddy, and see who can make that sentence first with their cards. So you can use the existing cards that you were playing snap with, and then you can have blank cards that you write the words on that you you can't find out of your snap pile. The reason we do this with cards, as opposed to just writing it on a piece of paper, is the, the physical nature of moving the words around, I, found, I find really useful for learning to, to put the sentence together, like a jigsaw puzzle. Um, doing it physically helps me consolidate that in my mind. So one thing to be clear about is this is not an opportunity to be creative beyond your target vocabulary. It's not about inventing brand new sentences. Um, It's not about learning brand new words and adding to your vocabulary. The goal is to consolidate the target vocabulary from your conversation and get much better at making and constructing the sentences that are in your conversation developing fluency within the target vocabulary. During this German language challenge, I explained that we needed a tangible goal to aim for at the end of my two weeks. We decided that this goal would be to have a spontaneous conversation in German with my friend's fiance's cousin. She spoke very little English, so she was a perfect candidate. So after 13 days of learning German, we went to visit the cousin and we had a 10 minute conversation entirely in German. We were very nervous but we managed to get through almost all the topics we'd prepared to talk to her about as well as spontaneously talking about other things. We hadn't Wrote, learned the conversation, we'd learned how to put together the sentences and we'd prepared ourselves for that conversation evolving in any way that it happened to take shape on the day. Experiences like this have taught me that I can really speak any language I want to, at least to a basic conversational extent, no matter how hard people say the language is to learn. I'm really curious to see whether I can apply this to Mandarin, Arabic, and who knows what after that. In the future, I'm definitely keen to try Mandarin and Arabic, and also I really want to develop conversational fluency in Te Reo Māori and Bulgarian, because you know, everybody needs to learn some Bulgarian. And I'm also quite curious about Esperanto. In my next episode, I will tell you about which language I'm going to start learning with you, if you decide to join me, and how I'm going to approach doing this. I'm also going to give you some tips about if you already speak one Latin-based language and you want to learn another, for example, if you speak Italian and you want to learn Portuguese, how you can speed that process up, because you're already halfway there. I also want to talk about the different skills that are involved in comprehension and production and how to avoid getting stuck in the passive comprehension land because it's way more fun to be able to join in the conversation than just understand it. Thanks for listening to episode 5 of the Speedy Glock podcast. It's really exciting for me to be sharing my language journey with everyone and hopefully you'll get some useful tips out of it for your language journey. One thing I wanted to note was that all of my advice is for beginners. If you're already an intermediate or higher level, I'm not really the person for you to be getting advice from. I recommend you listen to some real polyglots. (laughs) Um, There's heaps of good advice out there on the internet for people who want to reach higher levels of proficiency. My personal mission is to help people who have always told themselves I'm terrible at languages, I'll never speak another language, I wish I could speak another language. I'm really keen to help people like that get from level A0, which is nothing, to get to level A1 or A2, which are the first two levels of the European framework. languages. This is how people, what people would put on their CV to show what level they speak a language, what they use in Europe. And the levels are A1, A2, B1, B2, and C1 and C2. So there's six levels. If you're at the A1 or A2 level, you're essentially a beginner. But at A2, you can actually start to really have conversations. And if you're B1, you can have great conversations. If you're B2, I mean that's what I am in most of my languages. So, you know, I teach Spanish for a living and I'm about a B2 level. If you're C1, you're really good at Spanish and if you're C2, you're like a you're like an Olympic athlete level Spanish speaker or English speaker or whatever. So, I'm really interested in helping people get to A1, A2, ideally B1. I think that's my area of expertise. Being able to speak a language to even those beginner, early, intermediate levels really helps you feel less on the outside, but you don't have to stress about mastering all the really challenging areas of grammar to have a conversation. So with that in mind, let's get learning. See you in the next episode.